Welcome to GP Bullhound's Tech Thoughts, a weekly overview of economic developments in international markets. Today's the 3rd of June and we are here with Inge Heydorn and Nayla Salkovic for our weekly market roundup. In today's episode, they will talk about Salesforce, Microsoft, tech demand and gaming. But first, market news from Inge. Over to him. Market volatility has continued and uh, I know I sound like a broken record now stating that, but I think the interesting thing this week is that tech got some of its confidence back on the back of the Salesforce numbers and really their comments around the demand side. The management team has been on a roadshow around the world lately and the confidence they got from meeting all the clients is that the clients are investing to improve their companies even in this macro uncertainties, which means that demand side for Salesforce is holding up really, really well. So that really gave the confidence back a little bit in the, on the cloud sector and tech in, in general this week. On top of that, we had some small cap companies like MongoDB and Okta coming up with healthy numbers, really confirming a slightly more positive picture towards tech investments than we have seen lately. Going out to Salesforce, you have to look at the details a little bit more. I think when you look at the numbers in itself, it's not bad at all. They were affected by the currencies. Uh, especially the dollar getting stronger and they guided for that effects a little bit into next quarter as you also saw Microsoft stating uh, yesterday but on the other hand margins were stronger than expected and they're also guiding for margins to be a little bit stronger than expected going forward because of them executing better and also holding back costs a little bit more than they normally do. So that's quite positive news when it comes to, to Salesforce. But the, as I stated, the most positive thing was the comments regarding the demand side, that they see healthy demand, no slowdown, no pushouts, and the clients really stating that they're going to invest further going through this macro uncertainty in order to improve and drive their companies going forward. So that, that was the really key takeaway. And put that also in the con trust versus the workday comments that uh, that they had some pushouts, although very healthy numbers, but the pushouts they stated was not due to macro uncertainties, but still they were pushouts and that's the last thing the market want to hear at this point in time. So how do you see the Microsoft statement coming out last night? The company is, is reducing the guidance a little bit for the quarter, so 1%. So it's not much, but it's, they are reducing the guidance due to currency effects. There are two sides to this coin. The first stating really, that's really healthy, given the fact we are a bit into the quarter now. They're now keeping their guidance, which states they're really that they are oh, really constructive relative to where they are in the quarter, given the fact that the guidance into the quarter, which is the Q4, was really, really healthy. So that really states that the market is on track, and that's the positive read on numbers. The negative read on the numbers are, if you are taking a pessimistic view on it, that they won't beat, and that they had to lower, and that the current effects are so to say, just holding them back uh, at this point in time. So 
there are two sides to that coin. We are taking the more positive side and say, okay, the guide is quite constructive. They're keeping that guidance and they feel very confident about it. Yes, we have a negative currency effect due to the fact that the US dollar has moved so much and that is hurting top and, and bottom line. Going over to the demand side, we also have had a number of other statements coming out this week. Let's last start with Foxconn. Foxconn erased the guidance for the quarter and the full year, stating now that the effects from the lockdowns in China are less severe, severe than expected. That's also quite positive news. Remember that Foxconn is, is quite large across the board when it comes to, firstly, Apple, absolutely, but also on the computer side and the data storage side. So that's a positive sign that Foxconn is coming out and stating that. On top of that, you had HP numbers coming out and the reading from the HP numbers are very much in line with our view that the PC demand on the consumer side are weaker and are getting even weaker at this point in time. And it's two things. Firstly, it's really tough comparison because of COVID. And, and secondly, the consumer are getting a little bit more cautious on spending. But on the other hand, the piece of demand from enterprises are really, really strong. And not just the demand, even the ASP is increasing. So it's a lot of stations for hybrid work, which means it has to be a station that you can work from home and really stay connected with your workspace and do uh, good labor even at home. So it's really a mixed picture, but the interesting thing is here is that they have not seen any slowdown on the PC side from the enterprise side yet, which is quite positive news. We expect the slower uh, second half, but still very, very healthy levels. The last thing I would like to highlight before leaving out to Naila and gaming is that the cybersecurity sector continues to execute. We saw Paul out the numbers uh, last week, very, very healthy, very constructive. And this week we have seen Okta numbers now last night, very healthy. And even CrowdStrike last night was really, really healthy. So that's a segment of the market which looks really healthy and demand has been so it's an increase given the macro uncertainties and especially the war in, in Ukraine. So that's a sector that's continuing to deliver at this point in time. And looking at the guidance, it looks really healthy also going forward. Over to you, Nela, and gaming. Thank you, Inge. And yes, let's do a gaming update. Um, this week, we actually do not have damage going on in gaming. Uh, we have a couple of gaming announcements that are uh, slightly bigger. Last night, Insomniac Games announced that they're releasing Spider-Man Miles Morales to PC in fall uh, this year. So August 12th, more specifically, we can expect that. Um, then for the horror game fans, we have the Callisto Protocol in December. Uh, we have the Dead Space remake on January uh, next year, though. And then lastly, uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake on March 24th, uh, 2023. Uh, three. And that's probably going to be a big one. Um, so the announcement that both Spider-Man uh, Spider games are coming to PC this year kind of suddenly makes the forecast from Sony for huge PC growth this year uh, make more sense, I would say. 
Um, and also Nintendo announced that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are uh, coming to Switch in November, among other titles as well. Um, so that's also a good one. Um, so yes, I mean, as we can see now, we can expect a lot of uh, new big titles in the fall. Um, although my question is if we maybe have a little too packed schedule in the fall of big titles. Um, I mean, if they're releasing big titles around the same time, I would say it's going to be crucial to have a great game to be in the front. I mean, just an example is that the um, the Apex uh, Legends, who released now end of May, uh, which was really a great success. But the question is now how Diablo is going to perform who got released a couple of weeks after. Um, so we'll definitely track the numbers of those releases to see uh, how the gamers move. Um, but yes, this is all for today. Um, I'll see you next week. Bye!